Have you ever heard a marketing expert say, the aesthetic of your feed doesn't matter. Just go create content and don't worry about what it looks like. Done is better than perfect. Well, I believe there is a very specific reason why they're giving you this type of advice. And I also have a very good reason why you specifically should not follow it. Today, I'm going to tell you why I believe a great online presence has a direct link between your content and potential clients and how I built my six-figure coaching business on building social authority, even when I had a small audience. So stick around. I'll share a new way of thinking about your social media that will be much more useful to you than everything you've ever heard before. Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Tuesday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays. This one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. Currently, we are in the off season, which means that I'm out there recording all those interviews with amazing coaches that you know and love. And so I'll be replaying some past interviews on Tuesdays for now, but I'll be here sharing with you every week on Thursdays with new content fresh out of the oven to help you continue to grow your business. And today our focus will be on three quick hacks to level up your social authority game online. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while making dinner, remember to save room for dessert. There's always room. And don't forget to head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to the Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. I don't actually remember when was the first time that I heard one of these marketing gurus say that this, the look of your feed, the aesthetic of your feed doesn't actually matter. Uh, but I do remember thinking that that really took a whole weight off my shoulders right? And I would see their feed. And these were people that had 100,000 followers, 60,000 followers, uh, 30,000 followers. And they were out there telling me, Ina, you don't actually don't have to put that much work into your feed as long as you're providing great content, as long as you're staying branded. The look of your feed doesn't actually matter. I used to feel so relieved by hearing that. And it really took the pressure off right? I, I felt like, okay, then I'm just going to create amazing content and we'll see where it goes. I'm going to tell you the point where I started to change my mind about it. But before I do, I want to tell you that as an informed consumer, as somebody who listens to gurus, not just for what they say, but watching what they do, it became over time clearer to me as to why they were saying that. And the reason that was so obvious in hindsight was that that's exactly the feeling that they wanted me to have. 
they wanted me to have that pressure off feeling because they were interested in me actually creating content and eventually buying their programs, their programs to grow your audience, their programs to create content online. They need you to feel like the pressure is off. And for a lot of people, oh my God, I say this to my clients. For a lot of people, that advice is incredibly valuable. I was there. I needed to hear those words to not feel paralysis every time that I went to post something online. It was absolutely necessary. And I tell this to my clients. I tell them like, hey, get your cadence right. Get, get your habits straight. Know what your message is and just start putting it out there. That's really what's important. It's not what it looks like. It's just putting your message out there is what's important. Here's where we start to switch to, wait a minute, so why is Ina saying that she actually does care what her feed looks like? It's because of this. They are talking to the audience that is still trying to break through, right? They're, they're talking to the audience that hasn't really been consistent online, that is having a lot of trouble putting stuff out there, and they need that permission. They, if, if people who are selling programs that want you to post a lot, that want you to post reels, if they came and told you, hey, your content has to be branded just right, then that would be too high a barrier for their ideal clients to cross in order to buy their programs. They need to lower that bar so that the clients can really open their mind about posting, buy their programs, and create content. That is why so many gurus, especially people who want you to be posting online, will tell you that the aesthetic of the feed doesn't matter because they're assuming that at this point, paralysis is winning and you're actually not posting anything. So to get you to post something, let's remove the pressure and let's just say, listen, it doesn't matter what it looks like, just put it out there. That is why. If you feel like that's you, that, oh my God, actually hearing that the, the colors, that the aesthetic of my feet doesn't matter, actually releases some pressure for me, then great. Go with that. Create content that will be your top priority. But the kind of clients that I have been working with, the kind of clients that want to get clients first, not just grow their audience, not just be internet famous. Those are the people that I am ready to help them level up their game. And I went from not, it's not like I didn't care what my feet looked like. I was just spending a lot of time trying to make my feet look good. I went from that to a feed that if you look at my feet right now, I mean, maybe it's because it's my baby. But it's a work of art. It is well-branded. It is well-messaged. You know what you're there for. And it looks great. And that's when I realized that there is a room out there for people like me who can come and tell you, listen, if you are done just throwing spaghetti at the wall, if you are ready to really level up, if you really want to get clients now, if you're done with the beginner stuff and you just want to start leveling up and start monetizing your small audience, 
it's time to level up how you are perceived online. When people look at your account and they see that you only have 300, 500, 1,000, 1,500 followers, if they look at the number of followers and then they look at your bio and then they look at your feed and then they say, yeah, that makes sense to me. You are essentially turning away potential clients who never even got to know you because they looked at the number of followers, they looked at the rest of your feed and they said, yeah, that tracks. There's other people out there that are clearer, that look better, that I can go follow. Yeah, it makes sense to me why this is a small account. Here's the reality though. It might seem that people are turning away because you don't have that many followers. And that has gotten you into that spiral of trying to grow your audience because you think that's it. I'm like, no, that's not it. It's true that when they look at the number of followers, you do not get that immediate credibility boost. That is true. They're going to look at it and say, oh, this is a small account. But the second piece of the puzzle is what does your feed look like? Because I routinely get told online with my small audience, I routinely get told online, Ina, I don't understand how you don't have more followers. I don't get it. Your content is amazing. Your feed looks amazing. I, I, I know what you do. It looks like you're an expert at this. Why don't you have more followers? Now that is something, like that reaction is something you have full control over. Right now, you don't have control over how many followers you have, okay? But you have control over what people think, feel, believe when they look at the rest of your profile. And that's why we're here, because I'm here to tell you that if you're ready for that level up, if you want people to look at your feed and say, oh, I, I don't understand why she doesn't have more followers, then I'm about to give you three little hacks, three little things that you can do, you can apply this to your account. This can be done in a single sitting. Seriously, in a single sitting, you can do this. Um, and your account is going to look so much better, okay? But now, if you're looking for something to go a little bit deeper, if you're looking for something that's going to be a little meatier, I am doing a five-day challenge very soon. It's called the Small Audience Social Authority challenge where we're going to dive much deeper and get your profile to look amazing in these five days. It's completely free and you can sign up at socialauthoritychallenge.com. Got that? socialauthoritychallenge.com. Go and sign up because it's closing up soon and I want you there because we're having a party right before it starts and it, there's going to be prizes and it's going to be amazing. Okay, and if you're listening to the podcast like five years later, just know that we had an amazing time. Okay, so there it is for you. Why don't we start with these tips? Uh, knowing, we already explained the context, right? Why you would want to do this is because you're ready to level up. You're ready to affect how people react when they land on your profile. And it's got to be one of amazement. It's got to be one of credibility boosted right away. So let's start with the first one, uh, which is something that I see a lot. I've even seen, uh, you know, people who are getting clients do this. And it's just one that is so easy. 
It's so easy to fix. And when I see it in somebody's account, I go like, ah, you can fix that right now. You can fix that right now. Um, but this is actually more common in accounts that you would look at. You say like, yeah, that makes sense. It's more common in those accounts. Um, and that is, you need to stop using long sentences in your bio to describe what you do. Long sentences are not, number one, not aesthetically pleasing, which is what we're talking about. But number two, people have very, a, a very defined expectation when they go to an expert's bio. And they know that it doesn't look like a run-on sentence. It's too long. People don't read. If there's one thing that I learned in all my years in IT, it is that people don't read. So you got to make things as easy, simple, and short as possible. So whatever sentence, long run sentence you have in your bio, shorten it up right now. Whatever sentence it is, you can break it up and give them their new line. Okay, there's absolutely no reason for that line to be so long. So if you want people to get that you're an expert, they're not going to do it, like, or you're not going to do it by getting them to read something that they're never going to read. Make it short, make it snappy, and give each line its own line in your bio. That's something you can fix right now. And bonus points, if you add an icon right before the line begins, okay, it looks empty. It looks naked if you don't have an icon right before the line begins. Okay. So go and reformat your bio right now. Let's go to number two, the link in your bio. Here's the deal. I, I usually use this example. I'm, I'm thinking of changing the analogy because I'm getting tired of it, but because I, I just say this so much, but I'm going to continue using it because that's the one that comes to mind. This is what I tell people. Suppose that you have a best friend and your best friend is looking for a new salon, a new hairstylist. And you tell her, oh, my hairstylist at the mall is amazing. It's just the mall that is down the street from my house. You should go. She's great. Her name is Ina. And she's awesome. Go. Go and see my stylist. And your best friend tells you, great. Okay. So give me the, the like, how do I get there? And you go and you tell her. You give her the address to the mall. Now, have you guys ever been to a mall? You see how many stories, uh, how, many, how many stores there are. You see how many parking areas there are all around the mall. And haven't you ever been in a situation where you parked in one side of the mall and you go inside and turns out that the store that you wanted is all the way across the mall and now you have to walk all the way across? It's almost like you didn't want her to find the hairstylist. It's almost like you're like, figure it out. That is the feeling that your people get when you put the link to your website on your bio. That is the feeling that people get when you have a link tree with 10 links in your bio. It's almost like you didn't want them to go to that thing that you wanted them to go to. It's almost like you, you really wanted to make it as hard for them as possible. So here's my suggestion. That link better take them to one specific place. Uh, and I'm going to say it, say it like, you know, from a web developer standpoint, right? I developed websites all my life. And there's something that is always true. And that is that the more clicks 
you are away from that thing where you want to go, the more you start to lose people. So you want to shorten the number of clicks that people need to click to get to where you want them to get to. So you have to really look at yourself and ask yourself the question, what is it that I want people to do when they find me online? And that is the link in your bio. Let's go to number three and final quick hack. Go to Canva right now. And I want you to create a standard cover for your reels and for your lives. Why are we doing this? Haven't you ever gone to somebody's feed and seen that they have a whole bunch of reels, but it's just like a really awkwardly paused picture of their face closed up to the screen and there's a whole bunch of them and you're like, I have no incentive for clicking on it. Uh, they all look the same to me and they don't look great either. We need to change that about your feed right now. No more unappealing close-up face of an awkwardly pause expression. It's time to level up. Go to Canva, use, and I'm going to give you the dimension. I'm going as far as giving you the dimensions, guys. Or you can, if you go to Canva and go to create Instagram story, that's the dimensions that you want. It's 1080 by 1920. You're welcome. Go and create one that when you finish going live, that when you finish recording that reel, you can go and just put it up. That is easy for you to edit. That is easy for you to send to your phone. I send it to my phone. I, I send it to my phone through uh, Google Hangouts, uh, right? From my computer to my phone, and I download it there every Monday so that when I'm done with my live, I upload my cover and I'm done. It doesn't take me any time. You are going to start doing this because I want to start seeing your feed as an elevated version of your brand, not just somebody who is just trying to create content and trying to not uh, fall off the wagon with it. I want it to be somebody who has leveled up, somebody who's, whose audience is going to look at it and say, wow, it looks like she has her act together. If she has her act together in these areas, she probably has her act together in these other areas. Okay, and that's somebody that I want to work with, that's somebody that I want to hang out with. So I'm going to give you these tips right now. Ready? Number one, no more long sentences in your bio. Check yourself. Change that now. Number two, do not take people to the link to your website. Do not take people to a 10 link long link tree. We're done. We're focusing here. And number three, use covers. Create a great one that you love. Test it, post it, make sure that it looks good. Edit it, post it again, make sure it looks good. But that's what we're doing. We're elevating our authority here. You're not, I'm not going to be the coach that is going to tell you, ah, just post. That advice, the just post, it doesn't matter what it looks like, that advice is worthy for people who are having trouble creating content, period, who are just paralyzed by the content creation process. My advice to them is just post. It doesn't matter what your feed looks like. But if you're beyond that point and you're finding yourself really wanting to be seen as an expert by your followers. You're ready to start monetizing. You're ready to start getting clients. You're, you're beyond the point of just 
finding habits and creating content, you're ready to level it up, then these steps are for you because it's time to start seeing your brand in a completely elevated way. No more just playing around, no more just trying hard. It's time to get serious about it. And I want to look at your account and feel like, wow, why does she not have more followers? And if you want more of this, I have an entire five-day challenge completely free coming up. Go to socialauthoritychallenge.com and we're going to get you to level up your whole feed and bio together. All right? So let's do this. It's going to be super fun. Socialauthoritychallenge.com and I will see you there. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.